I love this next topic we're going to be chatting about with our Scott Shunts because, Scott, I know you've heard me rant about this. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Absolutely. About what is the matter with people. They do something, and we're talking about mainly like politicians here, right? They do something shameless. They do something that we view as wrong, and yet they still won't step aside. They're going to try to tough it out. Yes. It just feels like there's no shame anymore, you know? And I don't wish anyone to like actually be ashamed or have shame or anything like that. But that used to be like the thing that kind of held us all to account, you know, this like basic human decency where we look to the betterment of ourselves and and to others. And I think the thing where, where it really sort of hit me, uh, and I think probably for a lot of people, was around the Speaker of the House thing that happened recently yes. where, you know, he said he wasn't going to step down when everyone thought that he should after, you know, the Nazi incident that we all know about. And then the next day decided that he did step down. If he had just stepped down in the first place. None of that would have happened. That's right. He would have gained back some dignity, right? He would have said, no, I know, you know, but now he just looks like he made it worse. He made it worse for himself. And so I just wonder, I'm like, why does no one take accountability for their actions? No one seems to have any dignity anymore. So I got in touch with Dr. Donna Hicks. She is sort of considered the world's foremost dignity expert. She teaches on it. She's written two books on it and uh, really has some great insights on like how this kind of relates to a lot of the problems that we're kind of seeing in today. And I asked her, just like to start off, like, why, why does it seem like nobody cares about dignity anymore? I, I think more than uh, anything else the, that the ignorance, Scott, surrounding this issue of dignity is so pervasive. Um, and so it's typical for people, at least in my experience, it's typical for people in positions of power and authority to want to cover up um, and not be held accountable for their actions. And so, I mean, that is sort of like our human default response. You know, we have these automatic responses within our brains. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of research to support this, to understand this, that, you know, instead of coming clean, if we make a mistake or if we, you know, fail at something, we'd rather not look bad in the eyes of others. And also we'd rather not lose the position of power and authority that comes along with that, you know, the position of, uh, uh, a politician or a leader of, of one kind or another. So it's, you know, it, people fall into this trap all the time. They try to cover up, they try to deceive, they don't take responsibility. They think, oh, this will just pass and I'll be okay. But that is just the opposite. Like you were saying, there is not, that's the opposite of a dignified response to one's actions. And if you've done people harm, uh, especially a person in power, uh, it is absolutely crucial to, in my view of this dignity concept. We have to hold ourselves accountable. And the only way to do that is to fight the vulnerability, fight that fear that you think you're going to look weak, you're going to look bad. Because the truth is, Scott, vulnerability is where the truth resides. And if you are committed to truth, then you have to come clean when um, when you do someone harm or you create a situation that does many people harm. It's just it's just what leading with dignity looks like. 
Yeah, I'm actually I'm writing that down as we're talking. But vulnerability is where the truth resides. It seems like there's a lot yep. of power in that, especially in like a a culture where um, it seems like the truth is kind of what what is sort of described as the truth sort of has become a bit mired and a bit kind of like blurred a little bit as people sort of say like, well. Um, you know, we hear terms like fake news and and other things. And um, yeah, that's just your opinion or it's subjective, that type of thing. Um, can you talk a bit about maybe why we don't um, value dignity as well as we should, even though we understand that it is the better thing to do? Well, it has to do with the evolution of our consciousness as human beings. And at this point, Scott, um, all my research shows that we are more, as I said, more concerned about preserving power uh, at, at whatever price that is, looking good in the eyes of others and not having that experience where you get caught at doing something that is, you know, reprehensible or harmful to others. And I, I just think that, again, I go back to this, sta this state of ignorance that most of us are, are living in. You know, I, I wrote this book about dignity because I could see it playing out in the international conflicts that I was mediating all mm, over the world. Right. People were afraid. They were so afraid to say, yeah, we did that or, you know, and it's, it's self-preservation at its finest. You know what my campaign has been? Uh, over the years of the last decade that I've been working on this issue of dignity is to get people to just understand the basics about what we're up against as human beings. All of us are fearful of looking bad in the eyes of others. But in order to progress as not only our individual consciousness, but the consciousness of the collective of human beings writ large, we have to take a look at ourselves. We have to take a look at the consequences of our actions and the harm or the good. You know, it could be either way. But in this case, it's the harm that we're creating with others because we just don't know. I mean, let me just say one thing, Scott, that was fundamental and getting and achieving this consciousness for myself, I studied social, social neuroscience. And what I discovered in that, um, in that journey was that our brains don't know the difference between a wound to our physical being and a wound to our dignity. So they show up, these dignity assaults, these dignity violations, they show up in the brain in the same area as if you had a broken leg or suffered a physical injury. And I mean, to me, that speaks volumes because it, it says, look, we have to pay attention to these dignity issues because if we don't, we're just doing harm after harm after harm. We would never allow this to take place in the physical realm. We, you know, we have laws to protect ourselves from being physically injured. We need the same kind of consciousness about the effect that we're having on each other by treating each other badly, by covering up our mistakes, by not admitting the truth. And, um, you know, no matter how you look at it, uh, Scott, in my view, it just takes, it's going to take an evolution of our consciousness. And we are just nowhere near that right now. How maybe how can we develop that type of consciousness that you're talking about on an individual level? Maybe if there's like people that are listening and they think to themselves, yes, like I see this, I recognize this in myself. How can sure. I as an individual train myself or develop a, a more dignified 
um, way of thinking. So let me just give you some really good news, Scott. (laughs) Some really good news is that a lot of teachers and a lot of schools are taking on this issue of teaching their students, uh, and I'm talking K through 12 as well as higher ed. They are committed to teaching, uh, giving students opportunity to learn about dignity. There's dignity curriculum all over the the country and other other places in the world as well. So that's the good news, because I think if we're going to have any fight or an attack on this ignorance that I just talked about, we have to start, you know, early and so that kids, it becomes part of their consciousness. Dr. Donna Hicks, she is the author of Dignity, Its Essential Role in Resolving Conflict and Leading with Dignity, How to Create a Culture that Brings Out the Best in People. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Hicks. Really, really appreciate the time. And thank you for the work that you're doing, um, trying to, you know, actually make the world a more dignified place. I really appreciate it. Simi, vulnerability is where the truth lies. Write that down. (laughs) Okay, I will do that. But there's so much here that is so deep in the human psyche. Like, is it a fear of humiliation? So we we don't want to admit that we did something wrong? Yeah. Or we don't want to give up power? I think it's that. I think it's that we're worried that if I do this, I am going to end up on the outs. As opposed to being, you know, part of the inside group where the money is and where the fun and the happiness are and stuff, even though but that's the whole point. Yeah, I know. That's the that's the hard thing. But like, what are we what are we giving up to get to that? You know, our dignity. And that's a shame because that thing runs out. The money runs out, the coolness, the fame, the power, whatever that runs out. Well, the dignity obviously runs out, too, because do you want people do you care what people think? Like, do you want to have some idea that people look at you and go, you know what, that person did the right thing? Or do you want them to look at you and go, God, I can't believe that person didn't do the right thing? Yeah, I want them to think I did the right thing. I guess we don't know until you're tested. That's the trick, right? <laughs> and please, then, don't me. Uh, please don't test please me. Please don't test me. Please don't, like knock wood right now. <laughs> totally. Don't jinx that. Don't think that. Scott, thank you, you for that it. discussion. Sure. So interesting. 